Thank you so much for doing this. And I was very lucky to get an advanced copy of it. And it was just, I've been reading it on my phone. Like, it's just like, cause I'm just scrolling up, but it's remarkable. It's actually, oh, thank you. I'll go to it in a second, but it's almost like, it's such a wonderful idea. And it's so wonderfully pieced together that I was like, like, she's the first to do this. That's amazing. <laughs> So as, as authors we never we try not to think that we are the first to ever do anything because there's so many books you just you couldn't possibly you just haven't maybe come across it or that book hasn't been given the spotlight perhaps it deserves to have found it um I think what feels unique and fresh and original about it is the perspective it's the Nigeria aspect we don't often see superheroes within that context I think that because you know I don't think I've recreated sort of the wheel in any way, shape or form. There are a lot of tropes that people recognize and you can see my love of Marvel in it greatly. But I think it's it's that slight shift of perspective. Tala, I suppose just for people who don't know you, you are a renowned children's author. You're a journalist. You write for so many different publications. Um, will you tell us first about the series Daddy Do My Hair? Because that's the one that I think got you into household homes and the books into the homes. Will you tell us about it? Daddy Do My Hair was my very first sort of series of books that I wrote. I wrote the first one back in 2015 um, and tried to sort of get it published through the traditional route. Um, and at that point, there was no real interest from publishers. So kind of faced with the idea that, you know, the story might die, I decided to set up a, a sort of imprint with my mother and we self-published um, the series ourselves. So the first three books in that series were self-published and we wow. kind of did everything ourselves from scratch. And it's it's just, it was inspired by my my family, my husband and my eldest child. So at that point I was working in London. I had very early starts. I think I started work at 7am um, at that point. And so my husband was doing sort of the school run, the nursery run at that point. And um, when it came to getting her ready, I sort of, I didn't want to put her hair in any damaging long-term hairstyles. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, babe, I need you to step up and learn to do this child's hair. And he's like, yes, that's my child. I want to be able to do anything and everything. I will do this. And so he stepped up to the plate. Like I always kind of tell this memory of one of the first few times I was in the office and then my phone rings. It's a FaceTime call for my husband. He pops up on the video. He's like, uh, babe, how do I put a hairband on her hair? And I was like, huh, because I hadn't even thought that it would be something that we needed to go through. Mm -hmm. And with his big hands, and at that point, she had such little, little hair. It was it was just the most hilarious thing. So on video, trying to talk him through putting on a hairband, something that I think as girls, we take for granted and have been doing forever. And so very much that journey that he went through in learning to do her hair, the bonding time that they had with that very much inspired that story. And I wanted to celebrate their relationship. I wanted to celebrate Black fatherhood as well, because it's not something we often see in children's literature mm -hmm. and certainly not in a positive light. Whereas my experiences with Black fatherhood is, have been overwhelmingly positive. So all of those things kind of combined into this story idea. And so I wrote it, we ended up self-publishing it and people just took it to their hearts for fathers to have that visibility, but for mm. girls as well, young black girls to have that visibility. I remember the first time we got the proof copies of the book, my daughter looked at it and said, that's me. That's me, mummy. And I was like, yes, baby, it is you. <laughs> and that was that was amazing. And so there, I, I, I think that there is that sort of theme that runs through my writing, that idea that there are people who will get that visibility in my books who historically haven't um, had that opportunity in children's literature. Onyeka is 
she's a superhero. So this is your first, do they call it middle grade? So when it's aimed at slightly older audiences, your debut middle grade book, please tell people about it. Uh, middle grade kind of covers age nine to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to think that Onye car is for big and little kids. Um, um, but yeah, it's pretty, it's about a young girl called Onye car. Um, and she, I mean, the thing it's important to know about her, she has a lot of hair. Um, Onyeka's hair reaches down to her bum. It is big, thick and loud, as I like to say. And hair is a theme that runs through a lot of my books. But it's this hair of hers. It's something that makes her stand out. It's something she finds very difficult because it's kind of that she walks into a room and everybody's staring. Um, And all she wants to do is, is fit in, really, which I think is something a lot of, you know, children will resonate with. I certainly had those feelings when I was growing up and she just wants to fit in and hair makes it impossible. And, you know, over the course of the book, she discovers that actually this hair, it's its more than she thought it was. its It has superpowers, really. She discovers that she has these incredible powers tied to her hair and it starts to unravel in terms of the mysteries around her hair. She has to go back to Nigeria in order to discover the secrets, um, her family secrets tied to this hair. Um, and there she kind of goes to a, a special school called the Academy of the Sun, where other children like her study and learn to look after her hair. And she makes she makes new friends, but you know, she also makes some enemies and <laughs> she discovers a new threat, um, something that threatens, you know, children like her with those special powers. And I would definitely say on Yeka is semi-autobiographical, if I'm being perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of me in 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 her and the journey that she goes through of self-discovery, self-love, um, and kind of finding your tribe as well. I love that. I don't know who said this, um, but it was described as Black Panther meeting Percy Jackson, but it is. And you, you have a nod to Marvel in there as well. So you've really combined a lot of different disciplines, but throughout it all, you've done the most amazing thing, which is reinforcing this, this ideology that if you are different, that's not bad and it's a power. Absolutely. I mean, Ma, I definitely was that kid. I grew up, my parents were Star Trek fans and we grew up watching Star Trek. I grew up watching stuff like, you know, uh, The Never Ending Story and superheroes, you know, so fantasy and science fiction, big part of my um, kind of childhood. And so for me, putting that into a book was just, it was irresistible. It was, it was just perfect. I mean, there is talk of it being turned into a film. Yes, it's been acquired by Netflix and it's currently being produced by Will Smith's production company, Westbrook oh and David Oyelowo's production company, Yoruba Saxon. Um, so it's pretty exciting. Um, I definitely think I'm a visual writer. So I think when you read the book, it feels quite cinematic. So it lends itself quite well, I think, to being adapted. So the idea that one day I might get to see Onyeka in all her glory on screen and some of those action scenes is, is pretty amazing. I just think it's amazing. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful thing for children of any background to be reading mm-hmm. and to explore. And I want to thank you so much for your time this morning on Weekend Breakfast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.